Who the fuck is Lisa Chodolenko? Chodolenko. The director? Yeah, but what, what? Did she make anything else? Oh my god. You're just going to start looking? Is that not what we're supposed to do? I have notes. Do you? I'll explain everything. Didn't you just say you didn't do any notes? Oh. You said that. Well, I'm Jason. And I'm Jules. And we, we doing, doing filmographies. filmographies. We are back. Uh, with Rada Mitchell. And it's officially like, what, her third film? Yes. High Art, the drug movie from, fuck, when did this thing come out? I 1998. Should've... She had a hot year in 98. Is this the same year? This isn't Pitch Black year. No, no, that's 2000 or 2001. The same year she re- they, they made Cleopatra's Second Husband. Oh, it's a joke you're making. Okay, good. But it <laughs> uh, didn't actually officially release until 2000. It had some limited and, you know, whatever. But yeah, so this one, I, I saw this as a young man. And I was aware of it and never rented it because it looked boring. Mm-hmm. Very excited to watch boring it. Boring ass cover. Yeah. Boring ass cover. Ladies, ladies in love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Watching it now, I feel like there's a lot more build up to the actual sort of r- relationship blossoming than I recall. I, it's, I, I, it's a fascinating drift to it, but you can tell they're both Ali Sheedy's more lasered in like immediately. Yeah. Rada doesn't realize she's doing it until she does. Yeah. It, it, but not much after, you know, like basically after one time of seeing her, mm-hmm. it's, it's in her brain. She's infected. With she the, does a, a really annoying thing. The uh, lust, not homosexuality. She's not infected by homosexuality. Sexuality is <laughs> lust. I want to clarify my point. Go ahead. Uh, where uh, I think twice in the movie, Ali Sheedy opens up her door, like literally like a crack, like less than a foot. And Rada just like slides and slinks in. Hey, um, I brought some food. Is she okay? I know. It's like who just... Invites himself that? into somebody's house. I like said the same fucking thing to Jenny when I was watching. If I was somebody like, doesn't open up the door all the way. Yeah, it's like okay, I have to present myself or or something. Right? They're not letting me in. I think you would have to leave if you pulled that move. Yeah, it's a wildly inappropriate move. I'm surprised she wasn't just like, get the you? fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, this is a drug den. Get 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 mm-hmm. get out of here. All right, this guy's got. You've got trivia. There's no trivia for the second movie we're covering tonight. No, there's only one for this one, and it's not, like, juicy or anything. But, uh, so, yeah, just, you know, 98, rated R, a tight 148 minutes. It's not 100. An hour and 48 minutes? I'm sorry. An hour and 48 (laughs) minutes. 148 minutes is two hours and 28 minutes. I mean, that'd be a little excessive. That's, I would be not happy to watch this. And I guess maybe not surprisingly, but kind of also surprisingly, it's certified fresh. Everybody liked this movie when it came out. The people that saw it, the critics were all like, yeah, hot. Yeah, I can see that thinking about it now. And I really enjoy the performance. The movie itself is a little clunky. I was very into it until I wasn't. It was deliciously 1998. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I thought people were pretty good in it. It was interesting. It's a little bit slight. A little bit. It's a little meandering, but there is like a little bit of a chugging story going Mm. that the, it never drops that thread. It just kind of wobbles a little bit as it works its way through it. The tagline is a story of ambition, sacrifice, seduction, and other career moves. That seems silly. She's not really being ambitious when she recruits that lady. She just likes her art. Yeah, it's hard to tell because... 
because they when they talk about after the business meeting, I guess at lunch, and she's all she's like, I can't believe you nominated me, you know, to be your editor, and that wasn't her intention at all, you know. It kind of felt it was. It's hard to say, right? Because she was bringing it to their attention without really knowing anything about this person. But I think it seems clear that her art pops to people, mm-hmm. and Rada has enough of an eye for it that she immediately recognizes that and is like, this is very good. Right. Uh, I think what lends credence to this, though, is that when she does approach, what's his name? <laughs> Ponytail fucker? Harry. Uh, she has, like, nothing to show. She doesn't have, like, any portfolio or anything. She's just like, um, Harry, um, and I saw this, like, great photographer or whatever and that guy's such a con you reconfirmed Dieter. uh i'll just on to that i have some errands for you too yeah so i didn't get i couldn't find a budget it's not on anything but surprisingly enough worldwide which is just u.s and canada it made almost two million dollars oh that's good yeah i'm sure it rocked that art house circuit yeah it, the budget with marketing was probably i'd say about a million maybe so i'm not really sure i think the budget was very low I mean, Ellie Sheedy's probably the highest. She's the highest ticket actor of everybody there. That's true. Except for, yeah, she probably just edges out the woman playing her mother. Who is it? Uh, That was a woman named Tammy Grimes. Oddly enough. Is that Rick Grimes' mom from The the Walking Dead? Yeah. No, she, in 1966, was in a short-lived TV show called The Tammy Grimes Show. Tammy Please don't sink the ship and me. I am hungry. In America? With Dick Sargent. In 1996? 66. Oh, okay. So, fuck. I was like, what? Dick Sargent was still alive in 96 and they gave them a network TV show? Yeah, right. No, it only lasted four episodes. Okay. And it was about her being like a socialite who just wants to spend all of her money. And she has like a butler, stepsisters that are like, no, you can't do that or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, rounding it out, we got Ali Sheedy playing Lucy Berliner. She's, of course, from The Breakfast Club. Short Circuit, War Games. And then, oddly enough, she was also in an episode of The Red Shoe Diaries. Oh! Oh! She's saying if you pull her, that she's... That she's attracted to you. That she loves you. Although, maybe not oddly. But David Duchovny. <laughs> yeah. Of course, uh, we have... Patricia Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Which, it was interesting to see her at that age, yes. right? Still, because she always looks, I guess old is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. You know, she's still looking pretty good mm-hmm. these days. She's an attractive lady and she's a wonderful actress. But to see her 10 years before I really noticed her in anything, still looks kind of old. Still looks kind of old, yeah. Looks good, though. Yeah, no. She's, she's a good just, looking lady. She fucking kills it in this movie. She's fantastic. She's so good in this movie. I, man, like the meandering, slow way that she speaks is like <laughs> hypnotic almost. Like save just... it, save it for the plot <laughs> talk. Also, um, Bill Sage, he played Arnie. He's one of those guys that like, you're like, oh yeah, I know that guy. And then you look at his filmography and you're like, maybe I saw him in that. I do know Bill Sage. I am a big Bill Sage fan. Okay. I did not realize that I was a big Bill Sage fan. I was watching it and I was like, who is that guy? And then I realized he's the guy from all the Hell Hartley movies that I really liked. Uh-huh. The Simple Truth, there's mm-hmm. The Unbelievable Truth. He's in like five of them. Flirting, mm-hmm. or is it Flirt? I can't even fucking remember them, but okay. they were on IFC. I fucking loved those movies. And he's in a bunch of them. Yeah. All well, around roughly this time period. I think the only thing that pops for me is uh, American Psycho. 
And then he was in one episode of uh, Elementary and Person of Interest, mm. both of which I had watched kind of at the same period of time. He was also in the movie I Shot Andy Warhol. Sure. Which is going to become a, um, a through line for some of these folks, actually. Are we going to be watching it? No, but An Duong, who played Dominique, the other newspaper or magazine ed- editor, she's only been in 15 movies. One of them was an uncredited role in Uncut Gems, but also um, she was in uh, I Shot Andy Warhol. Then we also have uh, Gabriel Mann. I'm looking him up right now because I know him from stuff also. Most notably for me, I know him as Danny Zorn from the first two Bourne movies. He was also in I Shot Andy Warhol. He played Hush on a couple episodes of Batwoman. He was also in Mad Men. I think this isn't the guy I thought it was. I I mean, there's a couple of these I've seen, but Mm -hmm. mm, I was thinking he's this guy that was in Palookaville. Oh, gosh. That guy that kind of looks like him. Yeah. Also, uh, just real quick before we move on, Patricia Clarkson, she was also in an episode of The Equalizer. Oh, I bet. That show seems to be like the Andy Griffith or something for this new Probably filmed in New York. Well, probably, but there's always like one show that seems to attract kind of everybody. Yeah, like Law and Order. Exactly. This, yeah, you, it's easy. they can pull in anybody. They need uh, three new faces a week. We need a victim, we need a criminal, and we need somebody in danger. <laughs> and there you go. You yeah. eventually see everybody. Yeah. Uh, you're the rapist this week. No, no, no. He's the pedophile. Sorry. Get him in the jeans then. Do you want to, should we do synopses? Yeah. Just real quick, the writer-director was Lisa Cholodenko. Who made The Kids Are All Right. Mm-hmm. She, I was looking through the credits and there's quite a few things Laurel I like Canyon. in there. I, didn't, I don't think that's supposed to be great. Uh, no, but I'm familiar with it. She also directed an episode of like The L Word and Hung and mostly TV stuff I think more recently. A young female intern at a small magazine company and a drug-addicted lesbian photographer slowly fall in love while exploiting each other to advance their respective careers. Why wouldn't they just say drug-addicted photographer? Slowly fall in love? Why do they hit that lesbian beat so hard? I don't know, man. Maybe that's like, we'll get a couple of 16-year-old boys to watch this. I don't know. (laughs) But I will say, um, boy, Rada Mitchell was like, pitch perfect for this role. She looks so young. She looks so very young. and, And I think that it's... Like, she's naive, you know, but isn't, obviously, you're never usually aware of being naive. It isn't, you you can see how it can get her in trouble. Mm -hmm. And it kind of does a little bit. She's just so earnest. She really fits somebody at the beginning of their career. Mm -hmm. A young person who is a professional now, but still you know young right you know like this lady definitely knows several steps ahead of this other lady she talks to at the company the secretary or whatever yeah the receptionist but she's still very much low on the totem pole mm-hmm. she's like been out of college like what three years as yeah, her opposed to that girl's one yeah so it's quite possible yeah like a year or two depending mm-hmm. on you know but yeah you can tell she's at a, a crossroad already it's either you're gonna go this dead end route where you're just getting the Earl Grey and what did she get him? Scones or biscotti or something? Got you your scone and Earl Grey. Oh, did you? Thank you. Or you're going to go the other way. Although it seems like really she does go the left, but then you get the impression that she's going to take a hard right and just do something completely different. You mean like by the end of the movie, like she's going to move into a different career or I think, yeah, I got the impression she's just walking away from all of that, the whole thing, the whole shebang. But I guess who knows, right? I also, I like that Rada Mitchell seems very regular. Like she's, she's pretty, but like she doesn't seem like a mystical object. Like beauty will never behold in the world. This is like, this is like a regular girl you'd see and you'd be like, oh yeah, she's nice looking, but I'm not just like, holy 
fuck. We need to have her. Yeah, there's like that pixie air to her that was like all the rage in the 90s, but mm. it, it's not that. And That's, she's got kind of like a like rounded face like from a, being yeah. young. Like it's a little, what would you say? Like puffy, <laughs> rounded yeah. cheeks. It's like, like, uh, it's like she's like a cherub. Chubby cheek. Yeah, cherubic. Yes. Cherubic. There you go. I was trying to think, is it cherubic? I might be completely wrong. I like the way you say it though. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, well, take me through the plot, young man. TM. Let's fire through this motherfucker so we're not here till midnight. Yeah, it's really a pretty simple movie. As it opens up, we see that Rada is in a relationship with Gabe um, Gabe Mann. Gabe? I think it is. He looks like he's from Veronica Mars. It is Gabriel Mann. He may have been. He's one of those dudes who also kind of feels eternally young. He's got like a real um, eraser head kind of head. He's a dork. He's a real dorky looking dude. He is. We have no idea what he does. Oh, that's true. What his career is, what his goals are. He seems to be more set in his career than her. He's not still climbing his way way up he seems like he is he's also he feels very much like he's decided that she's going to be his mate and so he's designed their lives kind of around that you know they have a little rinky dink apartment i mean they're in new york right yeah they are sitting okay yep but but you can tell like eventually you know he plans on having some kids marrying her getting a house maybe in jersey or something joyzy yeah and uh she's just kind of going along with it because she's kind of crippled a little bit by her inability to break through at work and say no stand up for herself and all of a sudden one day there's a leak she's in the bathtub it's so gross when that water starts dripping down and she does not jump out of the tub i know man wouldn't you get out of that fucking water immediately when ceiling water starts dripping in first off how was she at all comfortable she was in a claw foot bathtub leaning forward on her stomach yeah so she's resting on her elbows arching her back really weird and then her knees are like i don't know man the, the photographer the the director of photography is like this this will look good this is this is how we do it <laughs> women this is how we do it you're gonna be doing this for the next three hours that water is gonna be wicked cold i bet they had some padding or something in there i would hope so because there's no way so she yeah she goes up to check on the drip and she discovers a coven of lesbians <laughs> Um, with Bill Sage. With Bill Sage, yeah. So he is. I'm sorry. He is so great in this movie. Yeah, he's really good. He does so many small things off the corner of the camera where you're just like, oh man, look at that guy. Yeah, he's dancing circles around that character. He he's great. There, you immediately see them doing heroin, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy, guys. They're well, not. They're not even like doing rigs. They just uh, they're past. They're doing lines they're of heroin. Lines of heroin. Yeah, it's like what because at first i was like oh i thought they were heroin junkies yeah and then i was like oh i mean you can't snort heroin it's not mm, look at how tired they get after they snort it man yeah, that's not cocaine not, uh usually what they do uh, with the hate with the hate well that's but, like a uh that's an upper class white thing it is little sniffs but not fucking fat lines i think the people no, sniffing heroin are getting like little little knife hits well, little little pieces little bumps you know but because she's ali Sheedy's character lucy she's she appears to be like comfortable in her finances, right? Maybe not extremely yeah. wealthy, but she doesn't. I don't know if that's coming from her mother or if she had a successful run before. No, she was successful. I mean, she said she was and she burned out, but it seems like yeah, money is not an object because she's been out of the game for a couple like of years, like a decade, it seems. Yeah, and also she f- has she's completely functional. She's yes. not the one that's nodding out like everybody else. She's real chill, like she's doing heroin all the time but she's fine yeah you know she's like she can concentrate and talk and you know not drool and it's so crazy to me that these people are just recreationally using heroin yeah because i don't even think we 
see anybody like do they smoke weed at all is there a joint no is there maybe at the party later maybe i'm confusing that with uh love and other catastrophes yeah but so yeah they're they're just hanging around doing bumps of heroin and she knocks on the door and she just invites herself in like hey i'm from downstairs there's a leak are you running a bath and ellie sheedy at first just like no are you? Uh, but she's like, well, maybe I could take a peek. And so she goes in and she's under the tub and doesn't know what she's doing. But she's slowly like, yeah. sparking. She seems like she knows a little bit what she's doing. I mean, to some extent. But I think Allie even asks her, like, are you, did you find it? And she's like, there's some water under here, but I can't tell exactly where it's coming from. But yeah, sparking a conversation, noticing the pictures. Some of them are of Greta, which is Patricia Clarkson's character. How come you don't have your mic sideways? I'm just kind of. What is this? What is this you're doing? I'm just doing. You something. you you taught me to do this. I can't really do it and look at you. Mm, oh yeah, we talked about this. If last I put time. it over here. It's going to get too much interference. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kind of like talking slightly past it. I'm sorry. She's like, these pictures are great. Are they your? Who took them? And she says, Well, I did. Oh, do you publish? Do you have a? I can't remember what they called it. A book? Has she done a book? A book. Yeah, s- simple. And she's like, Ah, I don't really do that shit anymore. Whatever. You know. They all look like junkie photos too which is like all yeah. right Riley, you're not picking up on this at all these people look like they yeah. uh some of them are just laying around yeah they're on like the tail end of, of doing drugs floating everywhere yeah. and some of them are kind of stupid like by the door the front door there's a guy with like a bike helmet on or something so yeah there's a couple of ladies um bill sage is there loose did you understand the directions because i've explained it all. can you is it like a language barrier because I, I don't ridiculous. have this problem with Xander. Greta's just fucking almost comatose. Who's that? What is this? What is this high school girl? She's always comatose, man. Yeah. And, and so, you know, she leaves. And I think she maybe mentions it to Gabriel Mann. Like, oh, that's just an artist or something. And I think she ends up going back with like, it's it looks metallic, but it it's some sort of a tape I think she's using on oh, the pipe. So, yeah. It could be the metallic duct tape. I, I, I don't know. Or maybe even actual like duct tape. But so she goes back and she invites herself in again. It strikes up more of a conversation, gets a little bit more of the back story. And then, and then I think at this point she goes to work and mentions to um, her boss, Harry, I found this great photographer and he's just like pissed because she didn't bring a scone. Or whatever. Uh, Is he hung over? Yeah. yeah she goes, oh, you look terrible. It's like, well, Scone would have helped. And and so she she she's basically like, hey, you know, we should you should check this chick out. Okay, bring her book. But he's totally dismissive. Yeah, this can't be one of your friends. This needs to be an actual artist that mm-hmm. there's some background on. I wasn't saying that you would want to consider her without knowing who she is. And you 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 should have, like I said, brought something to show that that's what this is this isn't just you trying to be like twirling your hair like oh i saw a great you know selfie that would have required more work on her part Mm -hmm. working on ellie sheedy to be able to take something with her true so eventually i think they go to a party there at the house her and gabriel (sighs) no man i think she doesn't she do heroin before this with her or is this when she does it no she does it one time before yeah she does she just goes to hang out and they're passing it around and, and she just does it does a bump of heroin this is crazy because i was saying i mean i knew where this movie was going but i was like you can't you can't hang out with them yeah. they seem cool they seem nice right you just can't be around people that are doing heroin all the time 
I mean, you could, but and you not would, do it yourself. You would think so, but but it's gonna be boring as fuck. Well, I think if they hit you on the wrong fuck. day, yeah, if you're having a real bad day, there's a possibility you might do some heroin. I, I, you're maybe. strong. You're mentally strong. You, we are clearly not the same person. If I was in their apartment, hanging out under these circumstances, yeah. and we just met them and only interacted with them once or twice, I'm a. I'm not gonna just do you know, hardcore drugs. You know, I might hit a joint that maybe has a little cocaine sprinkled in it, like at the most, a primo yeah. is what we used to call it. Isn't it just burn and it's fucked up? Yeah, it's you have not to You have to mix cocaine with things all. to make it burn right. Yeah, it's not good at all. But some baking soda and some water and then yeah. you smear it together. Or if you dip it in sharm, you know. Formaldehyde? Yeah. Get a little wet. Yeah, I was going to say, you're getting wet. <laughs> all right. But, so at this point, I actually was thinking... Time, a significant amount of time must have progressed between her last visit and this one because, yeah, she just casually does a bump. I think it's like within like a two week like period. It's like next fucking day, okay. I think. Yeah, it's like no joke, right? So she comes home and Gabriel's in bed and she just wants to grind on him. And I think it's because she's been getting little jolts of electricity from being around Ali Sheedy. Like I think little, some the, of the, the beginning stirrings of attraction are kicking in. Some of the lesbian-themed photography, I think she's been eyeballing, has kind of been like, oh, whoa, you know. Oh, maybe people, maybe girls can kiss girls. I think she even, at some point, there's one photo of two of the lady friends there that are in the process of, like, foreplay. Is this the one where they squeeze the tank top so the tits are out? Yes, because then the, <laughs> she sees the event happening. It isn't just the photo. Now she sees it in the context of the actual event where the photograph was taken. So, yeah, her mind's starting to wander, and she's on heroin. I was pretty pumped on that tank top move. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you could do that with tank tops. Yeah, man. Yeah, just let them, let them out. Yeah. yeah. Tanks got, tank tops have no support no. unless they're new and super tight. You know, so yeah, she comes home, she starts grinding on him, and he's like, Oh, are you wasted? And she's like, Yeah, is this okay? I, just, like, I did some heroin. Well, so she starts fucking on him. Yeah. You know, and, and then stops. And he goes, Are you all right? Is everything okay? You super drunk? And she goes, I did a line of heroin. I don't think I'm used to it. And he's just like, Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what would you say to that? Sweet. She's like, oh, this is the end of the relationship. I, I, I think once you uncork that. Yeah. And, you know, so he just kind of shelves that. And what, do you think she's sick? She's feeling I ill? I think she's getting a little sloppy in the head, yeah. Nauseous, I think, I think you throw up, like, right away with heroin. I would think so. I don't think it's two hours later. I, I think I think you, you do it the first time, and within ten minutes, you vomit. I, yeah, I think it's just that maybe the adrenaline from the excitement of the night itself is starting to wind down. She's actually physically exerting herself at this point, trying to fuck on him. Mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, just the inexperience of being fucked up on heroin. It is a very lazy drug. You probably don't want to exert. Well, you saw in Jesus's son, he yeah. starts uh, trying to demolish that house and he's puking. <laughs> Working too hard after shooting up. Yeah, so this is when, you know, Gabriel starts to question her activities and and motivation. Is that what's so fascinating upstairs? I mean, is that what that photography woman is into? What's with those people upstairs? Yeah, like, what the hell? And she's like, oh, they're fine. Come to this party. And so he's putting on his best blue shirt. Mm -hmm. Is this good? Yeah, yeah, you look super great. And this is a total dick move, right? Because not only are you in a... Are you bringing him to somewhere where he doesn't know anybody? Uh-huh. But everybody there is so like interwoven in their own shit. Yeah. And also on drugs that she, she just vanishes. 
I don't know that they're all on drugs. Not all of them. I'm sorry. I, th- no. I think the the main crew that we've been introduced to, those are the heroin users. I think most of them are just kind of like artists and yeah, they're cool kind of people. Shitters. Yeah, they're like yeah. annoying. They're probably not going to be nice to you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he also seems a little uptight. Yeah, he's a dork. It's 1998, so he probably hasn't been around a lot of lesbians. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I bet. you know. So he's just kind of like there, and she's gone, right? Like she's halfway across the room, and then at some point she notices Greta and Allie go into the bedroom. So she goes in, and Greta's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And, and Allie's like, "Nah, it's cool, you know." And she's like, "Did you want to bump?" And she's like, "Yeah, I definitely want more heroin." So she vanishes. Hey, excuse me. Did, have you seen uh, Sid? Sid, the the woman you're talking to in the corner. Oh yeah, she's in a bedroom with Lucy, snuggling with Ali Sheedy. Is this that point? Is it not? I think at a certain point they're snuggling. They are. Maybe it is this point. Uh, anyways, he leaves, and so she comes home, and he's like, "What the fuck is going on? You know, are you gonna fuck this girl? Is that what you're working up to?" And she's just like, damn it, this is my career or whatever. I mean, it's not really kind of a, she's kind of developing a relationship for that mm-hmm. purpose, but not really. So, you know, they have a fight and she then goes to work and sets up the meeting. She talks to Harry and Angelique, I think is her name. Dominique. And she mentions the name Lucy Berliner and Angelique's like, Lucy Berliner? She's like, you know this woman? She was like, hot shit. And then like burned everybody and just left. How, how did we not know she was back in town? Why did we know about this? How, how long, long has she been here? I don't know. She's like my neighbor, like a couple of weeks, I think. We should have been on top of this. <laughs> That's not it. She's and, been here for a while. And Harry's like, oh, Lucy, yeah. I totally know who that is. I didn't realize that's who you were talking about. I know about it. I set up a meeting. Did she get back up on Thursday? Thursday? Ah, fuck that guy. You know what's fucking annoying about that guy? I mean, aside from everything. Yeah. He's got a goatee beard, but no mustache. Yeah. It's just this big pocket of hair on his chin. And it, and he's got a ponytail and he wears glasses. He reminds me if the nerd from Revenge of the Nerds became like some bohemian... The main nerd? Photo guy, yeah. Oh, man. Carradine. What's his name? Keith Carradine? What? It's definitely not Keith Carradine. Isn't it? No. Keith Carradine was in Fargo a couple years ago. He's in stuff. It's not that guy. That Revenge of the Nerds guy looks exactly the same. I mean, he could be a Carradine. He's not Keith Carradine. And he's not from Robert that family. Robert Carradine. Is he from that family? Uh, Is he related yeah. to David Carradine? I would think so, man. He really? a lot like... I have him. heard there's three of them, Yeah, David, Keith, Bruce, Christopher, and... And Michael Bowen. Oh, weird. Yeah. I didn't... Okay. Yeah, look at him now. Oh, interesting. I saw him on Beauty and the Geek like 10 years ago, and they looked exactly the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, whenever they do that Netflix remake of the Nerds movie, he'll probably... Are they doing that? No, but they're gonna. uh, You know. So they have the meeting. She gets Allie to agree to do it because she's like, it'll be about the work. You know, it's totally not pressure. Well, and she wants to fuck Rhonda Mitchell. So that's how you that really, too. that is the key, key reason she's doing anything about this. That too. It's weird. She's taking a shining to her, but it's very, um, guarded. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, guarded very much. So, uh, huh. you could tell she's not necessarily happy with Greta, who used to be an actress, mm-hmm. but apparently her career just, Ended. Well, she claims she gave it up to come to America later. With She keeps mentioning a director, and she's like, darling, he's dead. 
Your career died with him. Yeah. Basically. Was it Fastbender? It was Fastbender, yes. Damn. That would like imply she hadn't worked in like fifteen years. And they're twenty even. Yeah, she was in like silent movies. No. (laughs) (laughs) That guy was that guy was a big deal. And he had like a massive heart attack. And she she is very German. She speaks with a heavy German accent and But it's Patricia Clarkson. Yeah, she's got you. She's acted. When she's super doped up, she goes I live for Lucy. I mean, I live here with Lucy. Yeah. It's like a really incredible line. And I would also like to say, you're not living, Patricia Clarkson. <laughs> Every time I see you, yeah. you are 90% passed out with the sloppiest of mouths. And her her eye uh, work is pretty good, dude. She'll mm-hmm. have like one eye half blinking and barely working. So they go to the lunch meeting. And Lucy's just knocking them back. Yeah, but also she's just like, I don't even care about you people. Yeah, she's slouched. She's, she's got all the power. She gives no fuck. She's just there for Rada, right? Mm-hmm. If this bombs, who cares, right? She's living comfortably. It's impressive that in a few minutes they'll try to strong arm her. She's they're like, what are you doing now? She's like, mostly underwater stuff with a German actress. And they're just like, okay, but your old stuff was like, the bee's knees, you know, uh, you get some of that, do some of the greatest hits. She's just like, nah. and they're like, okay, well, you know, we would need a com- to know right now if you're going to do this, because we're about to bump Ehrlich von Hammerschmidt or something. I'm calling it a Schultz. It's like, you know, maybe do the next issue. Why the fuck does this have to happen now? Right. Why would you be bullying her? Yeah, it's obvious she's not working. Yeah, she's has, not she's not thirsty for this guy. She's not fielding there's no bidding war. Yeah, it's like you've got it if you want it. Give it time and don't bump this other guy who seems to be kind of like an up and coming king shit of fuck mountain, you know? Nice. Yeah. So she's like, All right, I'll do it, but Rodda Mitchell's gotta be my editor. Yeah. And Rodda Mitchell's just all mousy, like What? Me? Who? What? And and they're like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she's Needling her a little bit as time progresses. They're still doing heroin. Greta's still not happy. And Rada's like, look, we've got to get something. I need something. The the deadline's coming up. And she's like, I'm just going to go upstate New York. Why don't you come with me? She's like, no. What? I mean, I'm sorry for being a bitch, but I need, you know, we, this is my career. And isn't, isn't Rada becoming concerned about her own heroin use? (laughs) Um, she expresses that on their way up, but because Gabriel eventually he leaves. He's like, Look, I can't be here for this. She, no. He goes, Do you want to fuck her? And she goes, I don't know. I think you have to start knowing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, All right, well, I'm going to go hang out with Chris or whatever. I'm going to sleep on his couch. So she, because she says, I want to go upstate. So they're in the car. She's got like an old um, Mercedes yeah. and uh, a German car. So they're on their way up and Rada's just being like a little cute little button in the passenger seat, all drowsy. And, and, and that's when Ali Sheedy um, reveals that she brought a little H with them. And she goes, I don't think I want to this weekend. I mean, I don't want to do that with you all the time. And Ali Sheedy's like, okay, we don't have to. I mean, I don't want that to be our only connection. It's not our only connection. She's like offended. Yeah. It's not. Well, I don't want it to become like that. You guys do it. All the time. All the time. This girl never did it before. Yeah. You know? And and she goes, This is we don't need this. And she like does that out the I'm sorry, I, I just motioned to Jason as if I was throwing something out the window. This make you feel better? Lucy. Come on, Sid. What is it? Just say it. And she's like, Cool. 
right? But she palmed it. And they start kissing a little bit. I feel like that's probably not enough heroin to last on. How long are they supposed to be gone for? Two, three, four, five days? A, a week. I think a tiny little baggie is probably not going to be all that you need. Probably would have been four or five bumps. I mean, we see Greta break it later. It, it, yeah, it's like the, uh, like a corner bag, like a dime, uh, a nickel. Maybe it, not even a dime, like a nickel. And she starts taking photographs of her in the car. She's like, what are you doing? Stop it. And she's like, no, nah, it's cool. Chill. Light's perfect, babe. And they get up. You're so beautiful. They get up to what I'm assuming is their family's cabin or house. It's not an Airbnb. They didn't have them back then. So they're just there. You know, the first night, it's, it's very like, it's like a courtship, right? Rhonda Mitchell's on the counter. Her feet are resting on the refrigerator and Ali Sheedy like touches her toe and she like walks away like, okay, dear, Uh whatever. And so then that night they're kind of fooling around and it's so precious. Rhonda Mitchell's like, I don't really know what I'm doing. You're doing fine. Can I, should I bite you? Should I <laughs> lick you? And she's like, if you want to. Yeah. Then Alishidi flip flops and now she's on top. And she's just like, you, you, know, you seem, is this weird for you? You seem a little like apprehensive. And she's just like, this was the moment for me where I fell back in love with Rada Mitchell. Oh, really? Cause the look on her face, she looks at her, makes eye contact with Alishidi and her eyes get super wide suddenly as if like a deer in headlights. Uh-huh. Like fear is now taken over. She does this and then looks to the side and she's slightly weeping and she's like, I think I'm kind of in love with you. Which really comes out of nowhere. Like this is like schoolgirl crush avenue. You know, this is like Monument Avenue times a million in the schoolgirl crush department. This is some real moving in together shit already. Yeah. And boy, it's so fucking genuine and tender. I I love it. It's the scene of the movie. So, you know, the next morning, Ali Sheedy, she's about to start taking photos of Rod and Mitchell and she brings out the heroin. Yeah. She looks at it and she says, nah. she tucks it back in and grabs her camera. She's just snapping photogs, you know? Rod is like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. And she's kissing her a little bit on the shoulder and sets up the camera to just start snapping. And she like cradles her. And that's where we get the photo, uh, the cover, uh, the poster for the movie. So they get back. Gabriel's still gone. He left her a note like, hey, you know, I'm gone, but I'll call you. We learn shortly thereafter, she, he's not answering her calls. And Ali Sheedy is like having a thing with Greta, like, Greta's passed out in a restaurant, right? And the lady's like, you can't sleep here. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask you to leave if she falls asleep again. Sure. I'm really sorry. Like her, her eyes are closed. It's not like she's like laying she's down. She's not. She's not uh, Dulcie from World Traveler <laughs> laying down. You want to break up with me again? Gee. She's such a bold with her stupid ass magazine. I don't know what you're seeing her. She's slouching and nodding. Mm-hmm. I think at this point she had already actually done one or two needle shots of heroin with Bill Sage. Bill Sage. Yeah, what, we don't know his name in the movie. Um, it's like Alex. Cactus Jack. Arnie. Arnie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and now that I said, I, I do recall her saying it repeatedly at the end, but so she, he, he does the needle every now and again, you know, like, uh, when they have to hide drugs cause she's coming over, mm-hmm. he's holding like a kit with a rubber band. He's about to break there. it out. Yeah. And she goes, no, no, no. The little teenagers coming in. And at, I think at this point while they're fighting in the bedroom, he, everybody's cause she comes home early. I think maybe this. This isn't that. I think she leaves again. She comes home from the thing. They have a little bit of a thing. And she's like, I'm just going to go. And she tells Rada Mitchell, like, here's the pictures that we took. Here's the pictures that you want. I'm going to leave again for a little bit. And she's like, what did I do, bae? She's like, it's just, I got to get out of here. Come 
Shit's, ha- you know, I, I do love you or whatever, but I'm coming out of this and, you know, you're a heroin junkie now. And so she vamooses again and Rada takes the pictures in and they're looking at him like, it's just Greta underwater. This is trash. This is, we're ruined. We pissed off Needle Dick Humperdink. Gita Schultz. And I mean, this is all because the idea was to use the pictures of Rada Mitchell. Yeah. Those were supposed to be the shots for the magazine. Yes. Rada says no. Yes. She, which is understandable. It's professionally very strange. Why does Ellie Sheedy put her through this? Mm-hmm. And not only that, but this is her exploration of her sexuality. Yeah. She isn't out. She doesn't even know what she is. You know, if it needs to be labeled, she doesn't have one yet. So to put that on the cover of a magazine that highlights her profession, it's a little risque. Yeah, it's a little frightening. Who would want to be involved in that? No. So they're like, "This is we're we're calling whatever his name is." Gita Schultz. We got to get him back. Yeah. So she goes into Dominique and she's like, "Look, these are the these are the photos, okay?" And she's looking at him like, "These are brilliant, but but." you're in these did you stage these and she's like no this it just happened and she's (laughs) just are you in a relationship i don't know what i don't know what this is are you in a relationship i've been pursuing ali sheedy for weeks now (laughs) i don't know what's happening yeah and so they use them and of course you know they're a smash hit at this point ali sheedy returns back early catches the whole cadre of dopers um doing their thing and Greta's like, what are you doing here? She went out to get cereal. I think. Mm-hmm. Why are you here? She's like, um, oh, I don't know. I like fucking live here. So they go into the bedroom and they're just having a row. And the gals are slowly slinking out. And Bill Sage is like, I'll wait for you, ladies. Enjoy your fight. I'll be right here when you're done. <clears throat> don't mind me. Yeah, and he just curls up. He's great. <laughs> he is so great. And and so at this point, she's like, I got to get out of here, Greta. She's like, okay, well, I tell you what, why don't you do heroin with me so we can, you could be on my level. Is that when this happens? It's not like later she doesn't show up with special heroin. It's no. just like right now. Yeah. This it's the heroin movie. that she still has in her bag from the trip. Yeah. Because they get home from the trip, she leaves again and then comes back prematurely. And so she's like, all right, well, there's a bag of my whatever. So she breaks it out, starts cutting up lines and they're, you know. Doing lines, I guess. Next day, Rada Mitchell's leaving, and she notices Ali Sheedy's car parked on the street. Heads up. You know, if you smoke heroin, you don't overdose. I believe that's what I've heard. Like foil? Yeah. Like freebasing? Yeah. I could see that. I, I, you know, I think I just read that in like that, a yeah. Rolling Stone article 30 years ago. But You can't overdose from smoke, I don't think. That sounds good. You might get super fucked, but I think it's the actual chemical reaction, the poison inside of you that... <laughs> I don't know what it does. So she notices the car and it's just like, cool, Alishiti's home, you know? She goes up to it and she notices Arnie in the driver's seat. She's knocking on the door and he's just like, get out of here. Open the fucking door. So he opens it up. She gets in and she's like, what's going on, you know? And he's just like, shit's fucked. She's gone. That is a, a really fucked up thing to say to me. We don't know what happened to Greta. I'm assuming she didn't die. We also don't see paramedics or anything to know when it happened and how it all worked out. She could still be just dead laying in bed upstairs, which is kind of what it feels like. You think so? But I mean, what do you, do you think this is a dirty bag of heroin that killed them? Or do you think, I think Ellie Sheedy just did too much. It doesn't fucking matter. I think the implication is that it had now been roughly a week and a half. You think it's been a week and a half since she did drugs? They've just been up in the cabin. Well, they went up there, I think, like you said, for several days. Yeah. Came back and then she left again for a few days. 
So, yeah, maybe eight, nine days. Does your tolerance really... <laughs> I think that's the implication. Okay. I, I thought maybe she just, like, is feeling bad and did too much, but I don't well, know. Well, I guarantee you Greta's doing a majority of it. Yeah. She did... I think we saw her do one, maybe two bumps. Yeah. I think just one, though. I don't know, man. It's... Maybe she choked on her vomit and died. Ooh. Aspirated. You know? So, she's like, you maybe don't like me. We're in love. You know? And he's like... Damn it, it's not about you. And then he just opens up the car door. He has a really nice moment. It seemed like they were about to cut away from him and show Rada, but the they could tell that he was about to have a moment, so they let it linger. It almost like goes away and pushes in. And he just leans forward, puts his head on the steering wheel, he's absorbing it all, and then he just opens up the door and fucking folds out, walks away. I liked him in the scene. I thought the movie was quite dumb when they killed off Ellie Sheedy. It's like, really? It feels like after school special. Like, you see? You guys don't want to do this like a little bit later? Like, they have a weekend together and you kill her immediately? She's never been in danger before? Like a mad rager. Or she does a needle. Because I don't think we've seen her do a needle yet. Oh, maybe. I was going to say, by the way, we never talked about the time Patricia Clarkson overdoses. Oh, that's right. And At that party. Yeah. I think that that's not when they have sex. It's the next night when he leaves. The next, the party when he's there and leaves. Because she comes down wet. Why are you wet? I had to help someone out of the bath. He goes, oh, yeah, you and Lucy, you're fucking in the tub. She's like, no, Greta was not good. Uh, and then she saves Greta. She she administers CPR. What is what does he say when he's like informing them that she's OD'd and we need to get her help? She, he says a line. Hey, uh, Lucy. What? Greta's out. Arnie, what? Where's Greta? Lucy in the bathroom. Greta's fucking out. It's code. It's beatnik code. Yeah. So sure enough, she's dead. That's now, it, right? Is this the end of the movie? There's no, more? No, it's not. There's a little bit more. So I don't know if she ever... I mean, we don't ever see if she ever sees her. If there's a funeral, I'm assuming there is. Good, good. Excellent, excellent. Excuse me. She's not a prop. She is a dead person. What happens to Greta? She's probably alive, which really drives the stake in a little bit deeper. <laughs> she goes to the um, magazine store, mm-hmm. shop, whatever they do, office. and Newsstand? Yeah. They're all like, oh my God, Rod and Mitchell, this is like the bee's knees, you know, you're the cat's meow and everything. And she just like can't take it. So she starts to leave. She turns and looks at the receptionist who looks at her all doe-eyed. And God, she says something. Because earlier in the movie, she was giving her advice about like going to school. Right. And it also the receptionist kind of seemed like she was hinting like, how did you get ahead? Sucking That's exactly dicks? what she said. How did you get your job? But now at the end, she did get ahead mm-hmm. by having sex with Ellie Sheedy. Yeah. And she's dead. What you want? Ugh. So, like I said, the performances in this movie are all pretty much very good. Yeah, I think, like... <laughs> Gabriel Mann's probably the weakest link, but but he doesn't have much He's to do fine. other than be yeah. a curmudgeon. I don't know, man. I Yeah, the, the ending soured me. It's a little bit Preachy. long for not a lot happening in the movie, too, because I was super on board with the movie for quite a bit of it. And then I think probably when they were going upstate as a couple, I was like, oh, fuck, that's mm-hmm. fine. There's only half hour left. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It just kind of... It didn't feel as deep as i wanted it to be but yeah the performances were good i liked rada i liked ali it's a nice assorted cast of characters yeah i think because you know then you get bill sage yeah like what's he doing there? Right? <laughs> i know what is this guy like there's a two lesbian lovers 
Maybe two lesbian couples. Is he gay? Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, you don't idea, know. Man. There's no way to know. He's just got on boots, jeans, and a white t-shirt. He likes heroin and hanging out. That's, right. We don't know. He could be some socialite. Yeah. The son of Rupert Murdoch, for all we know. You it's know, Marlon Brando's son. Yeah, man. I liked it. It's not. It wasn't a chore. I, 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 I feared going into it, thinking, "Man, this isn't going to hold up." And it, for the most part, it breezed by. Yeah. Maybe because I had seen it before already, so I knew like the beats that were coming. I didn't remember that she died at the end, though. Oh, well, that's a nice surprise for you. Then. Yeah, I was kind of like, "Where does this?" That go? ruined the movie for Jenny. Oh, <laughs> I was sure. like, "How'd you like High Heart?" Shook her head no. So, what do you think, Rada Mitchell? Oh, I would say I'd probably give her and the movie both six. I'll agree with that. Yeah. And Bill Sage is the secret MVP of this. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Do we tweet him? Yeah, let's yeah, do let's that. let's tweet him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, so that's-, so that's high art, you guys. Check it out, right? Yeah, check it out. All right, so follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, Reddit, Facebook, Gmail. We doing filmographies yep. at gmail.com to that. Yeah. Give us a call. Bing, bing, bing. 763-634-1897. And on Twitter, the fucking hellscape, at Do Filmographies. <laughs> yeah. Next week, we're going to be covering the second husband of Cleopatra. Nope, that's not it. Nope. Cleopatra's second husband. Yes. Starring Rada Mitchell. Kind of. Paul Tripp? Paul Tripp. He's the star. I like him. Boy, what, when we, yeah, you'll, I have feelings. <laughs> we'll see you next week. I've been Jules. And I've been Jason. Arrivederci, baby. Arrivederci, baby.